Hey guys, welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. We are doing a three-round mock draft of just our teams. What that means is the other picks will fly by. Monica will pick for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos, considering the Broncos unfortunately do not have a first-round or second-round pick. I will be selecting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then after that is over, we'll jump into a discussion about the top five wide receivers and then we will close with a one-round mock draft with us alternating picks. Um, we might do a two-round mock just to get to 32 overall. Okay. That way we have an e- opportunity to do an even number. Okay. Um, and then we'll stop the draft. So without further ado, we're going to get started. We are right now at pick number 17. On the board, Monica, I am selecting now Joey Porter is there. Bijan Robinson is there. Brian Breesey is there. Wow. Jackson Smith and Jigba is there. Wow. Brian Branch is there. And Derek Hall is there. It's Kismet. It's Joey Porter Jr. You are on the clock with the Kansas City Chiefs at the 32nd overall pick, technically 31st. All right, let's see. I have two picks in my mind. Who do we have at running back and who do we have at tight end? At tight end, there are Luke Musgrave, Sam Laporta, Tucker Craft. At running back, there is Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Jack Charbonnet. Honestly, Jameer Gibbs fits what they're wanting to do best. I I mean, Bijan Robinson's on the board. I feel like you have to go Jameer Gibbs there. Okay. So the Steelers are back on the clock now. And I you call me crazy. <laughs> But Jackson Smith and Jigba is right there. Yeah. He's right there. And I'm not taking him. B. John Robinson? I can't do that either. Really? What I am going? going to do is I'm going to double check some things before I make the final selection. And there he is. I'm taking Drew Sanders. Good pick. And now I'm back on the clock at 50. Good pick. And I have the option now to select a player um, I'm looking at wide receiver, and there is a guy here that I think is a steal. Mm-hmm. I also see a cornerback that I would not hate having in addition to what we have, but I think the Steelers won't go back-to-back corners on, on the draft. And so I'm just going to play around for a second. I have the time to do it. Yeah. I'm going to say that I will take hmm. BJ Ojalar. No, I didn't take him. Ooh. I'll take Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston College. Good choice. You are now on the clock at round 64. I can pull up what the Chiefs team needs are for you if you need to see that. Yeah, let's go with According that. According to they this. They don't really have any needs per se. Right. They need an offensive tackle, wide receiver, and a safety. Um, unfortunately, the wide receiver on there is Marvin Mims and then Cedric Tillman. Uh, they do need an edge player. They need interior defensive line. They need defensive or running back. They need linebacker. need a little bit of everything, but not quite. I'm thinking, depending on who's on the board, linebacker may be a good place to go here. What do we have in linebacker? Uh, Henry Toto, Diane Henley. Marvin Overshone and Noah Sewell are the top names. Noah Sewell's on the board. 
Uh-huh. That's where I'm going. Noah Sewell. Okay. And you are now on the clock. Back-to-back picks with your Denver Broncos. Alrighty. Let's see here. All right. What do we have on the offensive line? Interior or outterior? Out exterior. Let's go interior. Joe Tipman, Luke Weipler, Steve Avila, and Henry Banavalu. Offensive tackle, Wayna Morris, Carter Warren, Brake Freeland, Tyler Steen. I think it's a little early for those. Um, what? How about overall? What do we have overall? Yeah, Clark Phillips the third, DJ Turner, Cedric Tillman, and then uh, Tui Pelotu. All right, is Hendon Hooker available? He is not. Oh, Tanner McKee, Jaron Hall, Jake Hayner. All right, I think I'm gonna go. Ooh. All right, what about tight end? Good grief. I'm about to use up all my time. Tucker Craft, Davis Allen, Zach Kuntz, Payne Durham. Tucker Allen. I'm Tucker, Tucker Craft, sorry. Tucker, Tucker Craft. Craft. Okay. Back on the clock now. Where are you going? DJ Turner. Okay. I'm on the clock at number 81 overall. Uh feel pretty good about what I've done. Yeah. The Steelers getting the Joey Porter Jr. and then Drew Sanders and then coming back for Zay Flowers uh, helps the offensive line or helps the wide receiving room. It says we need to get an offensive tackle. So I'm just going to kind of look at see what's here. I don't like any of those. Yeah, um, I know. The next bet is that it does say, hey, you still need a cornerback. So I'm going to look over here. And I'm not a huge fan of any of these guys. However, I don't hate that guy, Blue Kelly. He is an option for me, I think. Yeah. Something to consider. The other thing that I will look at just to be safe is a safety. I'll take Sidney Brown out of Illinois. I think that's a good pick. Um, that's a good pick. Got to get somebody to help Minka. And so uh, – that's that's where we're at. Um, oh, I don't know why it is saying that the Panthers are on the clock, but let me just let's pretend you're on the clock at three ninety six. Who you taking for the Chiefs? Who? Let's see. Chiefs don't have any super big needs here. Henry Toto might be a pretty good pickup for them. Here, honestly. If I had known he was still there, I would have taken him. All right, that was the last pick. So let's talk about our mock draft, and then we will uh, jump right into the rankings of okay. tight end, of wide receivers and then everything else. So going over to my picks, we'll start with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Take the most time. I would not hate this at all. Of course, everyone says it when they make a mock draft because they made it. Uh, you know, you get Joey Porter Jr., who was ranked 13th overall at 17, so he, you know, there's a four drop, you know, uh, what what's the right word I'm looking for here? Four spot bump. Yeah. 
You get Drew Sanders, who's ranked 38 at pick 33. According to them, that's a little bit of a step back. Right. But that's okay because I think he's I think he ends up in the first round. Yeah. Then at pick 50, I get a guy that's ranked 32nd overall. The guy I probably should have taken at that, 33. That was a massive steal, Zay Flowers. Zay right there. Flowers, um, he, he could very easily be a guy that Kenny Pickett has a good connection with. And then we rounded it out at 72 with Sidney Brown. I have some questions. You know, we, we push back a little bit. Before I do that, yeah. what what thoughts did you have on the draft that I did overall? Anything you'd push back on? Anything that you liked or didn't like? Sidney Brown, I thought it was a pretty good pick considering, um, but that was the only one I was like, eh. But, I mean, I, like, considering who was on the board, yeah. I thought that was pretty decent. Had I checked and remembered that Toa Toa was still there, I probably would have, in hindsight, selected him because mm-hmm. I do think the Steelers need to take two linebackers in this class. Mm-hmm. They probably won't, but I think they should. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you want to start with the Chiefs or end with the Chiefs? Uh, let's end with the Chiefs. Okay, so Denver Broncos. We have too many needs. It was really hard, and there wasn't a whole lot of value there. So I really struggled. Um, But... I think that Tucker Craft can give us a good blocking tight end, and I like that from him, and we desperately need that. And then I just – I like DJ Turner. I think that was a good pick. I really like DJ Turner, and it would he would fit in so well with our – I do think that was a good pick. I didn't like the Tucker Craft pick. But I understand you were you were really pressed for time there. Yeah, um, and that's just kind of how it is. DJ Turner made sense. I would have probably taken Clark Phillips and DJ Turner back to back. And here's the, here. I know you hate this. Here it is again, though. If you could get DJ Turner and Clark Phillips at that part in the draft, sixty eight and sixty nine. Yeah, and you could get two first and a second for Sertan. You still not doing it? Oh, <sighs> that would be tough, right? But it does make it harder though because yeah, Clark Phillips and DJ Turner can start for you. Yeah. They can be good quality defensive backs. Mm-hmm. All right, same with the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, I, I all right. I felt quick. like this one was, I was I was battling myself to try to make good choices for them. I hated all three of these picks. <laughs> so <laughs> when you started, because before all right before we hit record, I asked her who she wanted, and she said, "Give me the Chiefs." And I said, "Are you gonna be nice?" Because you're Broncos. It would be like me t- picking for the Ravens. Yeah. And she said, yes, I'm going to be nice to them. So when you took Jameer Gibbs at 31, I almost said, we're restarting this because you're not being nice. Because I struggle with seeing them taking Jameer Gibbs with Isaiah Pacheco on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Played very well. And Jarek McKinnon is back. I, I felt more so at that point in the draft, you had an opportunity there to take an offensive tackle to replace what they lost in Orlando Brown. But they, Juwan but they Taylor already the have Juwan Taylor, side. yeah. It's it's the other side of the line that I worry about just a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, Juwan Taylor doesn't bother me as much. Then both linebackers struck me because they have Drew Tranquil, Leo Chanel, Willie Gay, and Nick Bolton. But they also rotate linebackers a lot. So I could see one of those being a linebacker. I do think the biggest issue, there were edge players on the board for them, mm-hmm. and not one was taken. Just a thought. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but and if these are their first three picks, big props to you uh, for getting them right. I think the thing that kind of surprised me about you taking Jameer Gibbs was we saw when they did it the last time, and it was a failure. 
Yeah. He's the same player, in my opinion. At the same time, I was thinking about that really hard. Jameer Gibbs gives them another speedster. He's not super good in pass protection, which means they're probably not going to use him as a running back. They're probably going to use him as a receiver, and that's where my mind was going at that point, is that he will be a receiver for them. I got you. And so that's why I went there, and then they rotate linebackers a lot. Yeah. And so that's where I was going with those. I thought about going edge, but I didn't like what I had there for edge. So that's that's where I was on those. Which, Chiefs fans, if you have a problem with that, that's fine. Um, I can take it. <laughs> Caleb, if you're listening, let me know if you had a problem with that. I can take it. It'd be nice to maybe one day get you and Caleb on the podcast together so you can argue with each other. <laughs> We need to move along, though, and I wanted to get your top five wide receivers in this class. Okay. Jackson Smith and Jigba, end of list. No, just kidding. Yeah, no, that's true. But really, no. I I do think there are good receivers after him, but I think he is number one far and away. Uh, next I have this one. It's not really fair to have – to have a two and a three here, it's 2A and 2B, Quentin Johnson and Jordan Addison. They're interchangeable for me. I really like both of them. I could never decide which one was two and which one was three, and I kept flip-flopping them. Zay Flowers and Josh Downs are four and five. I don't think there's a lot that separates them, but I be- but Zay Flowers probably a little bit above Josh Downs there for me. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I don't really have any big issues with your list. I do think Jackson Smith and Jigba is the number one receiver. Yeah. I, I kind of believe Quentin Johnson's going to be that guy that is Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Rager, you know, he, he's really hyped up. Didn't they go to the same school, Jalen Rager and him? Weren't they TCU guys? Yeah. So I, I've, I fear Quentin Johnson becomes Jalen Rager. But other than that, I, I think your list is very on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Remainder of our time. Monica and I are going to pick 32 times, uh, once Ooh. each, rotating. Don't have a ton of time for analysis, so we're going to try to keep it to a sentence or less. We're going to start. I have the number one pick, and I am on the clock. Let's make this draft a what we genuinely think the team needs to do. Needs to do. Not necessarily what we think they want to do. Okay. Or what they we think they will do, but what they need to do. And what I mean by that is... Quarterbacks need to go in the first four because that's what they need to do. Yeah. All of them need to do. So we begin. I'm going to do it because why not? I'm taking Will Levis at number one for the Carolina Panthers. I'm taking C.J. Stroud for the Texans. All right. In this scenario, we're not doing any trades up, so I'm I'm not going to take a quarterback for the Cardinals. You know what? Actually, I am. I am going to take a quarterback for the Cardinals. I'm going to say that they're going to move off of Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. and they take Bryce Young. And now wow. now the Colts are really up a creek. What do you do, Monica? Take Anthony Richardson because you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. So the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock now, and there's a bunch of edge players. 
and a defensive lineman. And it's kind of one of those situations where you're looking at it and you're going, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? What do they do? They take – I'm going to do it, and I know I'm setting you up for this, but I'm going to give them Jalen Carter. Ooh. Because I don't see them in a 3-4 or a 4-3 having an outside linebacker like Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think they'll probably let Bobby be in the middle, Jordan on the outside, and Devin on the other side. Mm-hmm. And they see what happens. Because mm-hmm. there's speed in that. I don't I don't think they go for anything other than that. Who already. Man, that's unfortunate that you just did that. But go for it, Will Anderson. All right. At number seven, the Oakland Raiders, formerly, now the Las Vegas Raiders, are on the clock. And I think what they need to do. They need everything. I think what they need to do is just take the best player available. And I'll give them Miles Murphy from Clemson. This time, hopefully, it works. This time. So, Miles Murphy, Vegas Raiders. Falcons on the clock at 8. Skaronsky from Northwestern. All righty. Let's see here. He's uh, um offensive, offensive tackle. tackle. Yeah, I see him down here. The Bears are on the clock here at nine, and there's a lot that they could do. But I I just have a feeling that they look at this and they say, let's not be satisfied with what we have. We need to improve the cornerback room. We need to improve the wide receiver – or not the wide receiver room, but we need to improve the offensive line. We need to improve there, – there's a lot we can do. But you take the best player available, and you know – that the Eagles are there at 10, not needing a cornerback, but they need a running back. And so you take B. John Robinson at nine. Wow. You thought that wasn't going to go that way, didn't you? Wow. All right. What they need now, Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson. So the Titans have a bunch of issues all over the field. They signed an offensive tackle already. And there's been a bunch of talk about the fact that they're pretty much done with that, but they need a bunch of help. And part of that is they need a true wide receiver one. But you can't do that this year. Right. You just can't. So I'm going to give them Tyree Wilson. Edge player. They lost Bud Dupree. They lost Bud Dupree. You got to replace him. Texans on the clock at 12. Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon, all right. So they, in this in this scenario, they do not opt to protect their quarterback, C.J. Stroud. That's interesting, but I can understand. The, I really wanted to do that, but I thought it might be a tiny bit of a reach. Sure. At this point, but I was I was battling that up until the second I said Devin Witherspoon. I'm going to give the Jets Christian Gonzalez. You get that guy opposite of Sauce Gardner. Defense becomes even harder. They don't really have a ton of needs on offense. Patriots on the clock at 14. Is Brian Bracey still on the board? He is. Brian Bracey. All right. At 15, the Packers are on the clock. Oh, boy. And? Let's go. Here's what I know. The Packers are going to take... Michael Meyer. 
They're going to give Jordan Love a year. They're going to give him a year, and they're going to give him all the tools that he needs to be able to be successful. You're on the clock at 16, good sir. Madam. <laughs> all right. Who do I have? The Washington Commanders. Let's see. Ooh. Um. Ooh. Let's go with Quentin Johnson. I believe he's still on the board. Yep. Pretty big no-brainer here. The Steelers take. Joey Porter Jr. It's it's the same thing every time, but it just makes sense. Wide receivers are on the board, but they don't need wide receiver first. They need a cornerback. Lions on the clock. The Lions. Let's go with. Ooh. I'm kind of, I'm torn. Who have they picked so far? Who do we have the Lions picking so far? I think so at far? six, you, you took uh, Will Anderson. That's right. Okay, so let's go with Broderick Jones. Okay. The Buccaneers are on the clock needing a host of things, a host of help. They take Lucas Fenness. All right, who we got? Seahawks. Seahawks. Let's see. Ooh. Let's go with Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I like that. Chargers on the clock. We got a bunch of problems. Smith and Jigba would have been my pick here had he been there. As it stands, he's not there. So I give them the next best thing. I'm going to give them. I gotta find him. Darnell Washington, tight end <laughs> from Georgia. Give Justin Herbert a shot. Help him. Ravens on the clock at 23. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. They have more needs than they would probably like to admit. Um, ooh, I feel like this is going to be really bad coming out of my mouth. Brian Branch. Wow. The Vikings lost a wide receiver. They lost their cornerbacks, basically. But I'm giving them Jordan Addison. Ooh. Um, I think that that makes the most sense. You need Jay Jettis. Give him some help. Jordan Addison. Jaguars on the clock. All right, so I'm debating between going corner or receiver here. Okay. I am trying to figure out which one I'd rather go with because I'm pretty sure that we have uh, like Zay Flowers on the board. Yep. And we also have Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Okay. Giants on the clock. They need a wide receiver. I'm giving them Zay Flowers. All right, so who do I have? You have Weedon Boys. Weedon Boys. Ooh, ooh. Oh, boy. Ha, pun. <laughs> Dalton Kincaid. They're going to replace Dalton Schultz with hmm. Dalton Kincaid. 
Bills are on the clock. And I know it's crazy. But I have them also taking a tight end, Luke Musgrave. Oregon State. Ooh. Bengals. Bengals. Let's see. What about um this might be a little bit of a stretch. Andrew Voorhees, USC. What position is he? Offensive line. Interior? I think so, but I don't remember. He may be a tackle. I just have him listed here as offensive line. How do you spell his last name? V-O-O-R-H-E-E-S. He's not in there. Okay. Nope. So, Dewan Jones? <laughs> sure. Um, Saints on the clock at 30. And I am looking at a bunch of things that they need to do, but I think nothing is greater than replacing Marcus Davenport. Uh, and so I'll give them Derek Hall from Auburn. All right. This is where the Eagles uh, come in, and they're going to get a running back. And we are going to go with Zach Charbonnet. All righty. So, with the 32nd overall pick, which means you get to pick the Steelers. Man. Ooh. Better do it right. I know what I want to do, but it'll be up to you. Oh, boy. I'm going to give them Nolan Smith. No. Um, I think that makes sense for the Chiefs. They need They need that. So, Nolan Smith. Final pick. Steelers on the clock. Who are we taking? Ooh. Okay, so there's a couple of people that pops into my head. Right. Uh, Keely Ringo mm-hmm. came to my head. Also, um, Drew Sanders. I think he's still on the board. And also, I believe B.J. Ojolari is also still on the board. Sure. So those are the three in my head. I got to go Drew Sanders. All right. I didn't pick him, but before we do this, I want to show you who I was thinking of. Okay. Who are you thinking? Kalija Kansi. Ooh. I think that the, he could be an Aaron Donald type player. Not, not yeah. that he is, but... Cam Hayward, old in the tooth, long in the tooth. Yeah. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to replace him. But I also like the Drew Sanders pick. All right, well, here's our mock draft. Um, we will probably not post this in the show notes, but maybe I'll feel froggy and do it. Uh, Monica, you, of course, started in the second slot, and so you had uh, odd – I had odd picks, you had even. Yeah. Um, until we got to the second round for the final pick of the Steelers where right. you had the final pick, even though it says it was pick 33 – really pick 32 right um so what were some picks that i made that particularly surprised you both in a good and in a negative way okay so jalen carter to the seahawks i think is one that we should talk about right that one shocked me a little bit i after everything that's been going on with jalen carter right now I would be surprised to see him go go that high. I think his pro day stuff, the legal stuff, 
I feel like he's going to drop. And it's not because it's not because of his talent. He right. has the talent to go there. He has the talent to go number one. I just think his his issues are gonna drop him. So that one did surprise me a little bit. Okay. Um Bijan Robinson to the Bears. That one was just because I was literally going to pick him next with the Eagles. I figured that's that I wanted to snipe because one of the points of this exercise is to give a real life understanding on how a draft does work. Mm-hmm. You try to get in your opponent's head, your other owner's heads, team's heads, and I knew Bijan was probably the pick at ten because we had talked on the podcast earlier this week. Yeah, about the Eagles not needing cornerback as much anymore. Right, but I forced you to go a different direction because mm-hmm. I took Bijan. That's what the Bears could easily do with the Eagles, and yes. it makes me think the Eagles are going to be calling the Lions, the Raiders, and the Falcons and saying, "Can we please jump? Can we please jump up and get one of these guys?" If Will Anderson is the is still there at six, I would think the Eagles would call and say, "We'll give you these two picks for Will Anderson, tenth and thirty first. They and the Lions would be crazy to not take. Yeah, it. because then they get three first round picks yeah. essentially. Yeah, you know, not not essentially. They drop down to ten. They also have pick sixteen, I believe, or picks eighteen, and then and, they'd have pick thirty-one. And then pick thirty-one. Yeah. So yeah, that one that one was one I was particularly proud of. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else stand out to you? Um, off the top of my head, n- those two were the ones that jumped out the very most. Alrighty. So I was I'm surprised. I figured this one here would surprise you a little bit too. That, yeah, Darnell Washington, the Chargers. I was a little bit, I was a little annoyed by that one, but it's mostly because he went to a division rival, and I don't want him to go to a division rival. Right. But yeah, that one. I mean, it did. But the thing is, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. And I couldn't really argue with that. I liked your your pick of the Lions taking Broderick Jones. I liked Brian Breesy, uh to the Patriots. I did not like Devin Witherspoon to the Texans or uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. No, not Jackson Smith and Jigba. Where did he go? Quentin Johnson to the Commanders. I feel like in both of those cases, the Texans should have taken the best tackle on Mm -hmm. the board. Uh, Broderick Jones, I guess, would have been that guy. Mm -hmm. And then in the case of the Commanders, I feel like that was a situation where I almost wouldn't even say that it would be a reach to take Darnell Washington there or Brian Branch there. Um, yeah, that one, that one was hard. Washington has so many needs. Yeah, I, I was very torn on what to do there. I did, I did like your pick of Drew Sanders for the Steelers at thirty three. If he is there, they've got to do that. Yeah, Nolan Smith uh, was mine, but Zach Charbonnet, I think that was a good pivot. Uh, and if you are the Eagles and you sit there and think, well, we can't get Bijan Robinson at nine who will cost a ton of money. Right. But we could get Charbonnet at 31, still have a fifth-year option, and get a really good running back. Mm-hmm. That That's not something that's out of the ordinary for them. That was that was something that I did think about. When you took B. John Robinson, I was like, oh, wait. The Eagles have another pick later right. on. So I should have we, totally, could, we should see what's here. I should have totally at, like, 26 and 28 just started taking running back. Just, <laughs> so, yeah, the Giants, they have Saquon Barkley. They'll take Zach Sharpening. And then the, uh, the oh, yeah, the uh, the Bills, they'll definitely be taking Jameer Gibbs. Um, <laughs> like, we could, we could see, I was very interested to see what was there. I thought the way it was falling, that there would be someone there and they could sneak back in 
and grab him, grab one right there. Yeah. One thing for you listeners that may have never followed an NFL draft before and you're kind of intrigued by all this, first-round players that are selected get what is called a fifth-year option. That option is allowed to be exercised after their third season. You have mm-hmm. to make that decision after the third season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe before the fourth season begins. Well, you're looking at a bunch of teams then that are trying to find a way to get a player that can last for five years. Five years. Because that's how long they can contract them before they have to give them a big extension. The only real difference with that is quarterbacks and probably the uh, the wide receivers because those are the guys that usually get paid quickly. Right. Uh, other than that, you can pretty much bank a guy like Will Anderson having a fifth-year option. That is a huge help to a team, whoever's going to luck out and get Will Anderson. Yeah. Well, Monica – Thank you again for being on the podcast Absolutely. all week long. Uh, Jameson, hope you enjoyed your rest because next week it's time. <laughs> you will need to, to come back on because we need to talk more about fantasy football. Um, Monica, before you go, you got anything else you want to say? Nothing. I think, I think it's been fun. Thanks for having me, Michael. Absolutely. Enjoyed having you. And we'll have Monica back on again uh, before the draft to talk about her five uh, top five defensive players of each position, and we'll try to see what we can work out with that. But until then, take care.